Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm so glad to be with you today. My name's Tom Short, bringing you some good news. Our world can be filled with so much bad news, so much distressing news, and God calls us to be not victims of what's going on in our world, but victorious, rising above, being strong in the name of the Lord. That's where we come here, getting the Word of God, because we don't want to be downtrodden. We want to be walking in the joy of the Lord, the victory of Christ. That's why we get in the Word of God. That's why I'm glad you're here with me today. And boy, is today a reminder of that. If you're ever down, if you're ever discouraged, if you ever think the world looks bleak and dark around you, today will be a reminder of our victory. We're in the book of Philippians, and we've been talking about how Paul calls us to esteem others more important than ourselves, to serve others, to look out for others. And Jesus Christ is given as our example of this, where he did not grasp on to equality with the Father. He did not demand that he retain his position in heaven, but he emptied himself, laid aside his privileges, took the form of a servant, came to earth as a man, died a cruel death, and therefore, what happened? What did God do? What did his Father do as a result of Jesus taking this lowly, humble position that he calls us to take as well? Let's look at it right here in Philippians chapter 2, and we'll start with verse 9. For this reason, after Christ had humbled himself, for this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, of those who are in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father." My friends, you want to be on his side. This is victory. Every knee will bow before him. Everyone, those who are in heaven, the angels, all the people who are in heaven, those who are on earth, anyone who's here, even those who are in hell, the demons themselves, Satan himself will bow. People who hated Jesus, who mocked his name, who scorned his name, who ignored him, who wanted nothing to do with him. Everyone will bow before him. Now, you and I are doing this willingly now. We're doing this because we want to. We're doing this because we have been captured by his love. We're grateful for all he's done for us, and we gladly worship. And I I hope you do enjoy that and understand that and enter into the, the beautiful experience of worship. Don't hold back. To worship God is the f- most fulfilling thing you can do. To love God, this is what our life is about. It's the great commandment. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is our purpose. Yes, certainly there's things for us to do and to accomplish, but to just love God and to worship God and to honor God and to live with God as the center of our lives, this is why we've been created. And this is what you want to, we want to discover this more and more and more. How do we live this way? That's where fulfillment comes. Well, this is a future judgment where everyone, everyone, all beings everywhere will honor Jesus Christ. But what about now? What about now? Well, let's look over to Ephesians chapter 1 and see what he says. It says that when, when God raised Jesus from the dead, it says what he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead 
and seated him, this is present tense, seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named not only in this age, but also in the age to come. So Jesus is seated there now, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. This is a phrase that has two implications, these these four words. It relates to power in the spiritual realm, the demonic realm, the angelic realm, the realm of, of behind the scenes, which you cannot see with your eyes. Jesus has his name. He has the authority above all. He's seated above all. He's in a place of authority. His name is the name above all names in the spiritual realm and in the earthly realm. That's right. Rulers, authorities, power, dominions. This would relate to kings and governments and presidents and congresses and senators and courts. That Jesus is the one who is to be above all. He's to be, his, his authority, he's above all authority. His rule is to be acknowledged. His reign is to be acknowledged. His, his power is to be acknowledged. Indeed, even civil authorities, the, they are, we're told in Romans 13, they're to be ministers of God. They're not to be in rebellion against God. Presidents, kings, uh, congressmen, senators, uh, justices, judges, they're not to be rebelling against Jesus Christ. They're, they're, they swear an oath. They put their hand on the Bible. And indeed, our Constitution and our law is to honor God. That's no doubt about it. There's been this cynical idea that separates our government from our religion. And indeed, all people, every person, all rulers, all authority, all power, all dominion, all lives, you and me, every person, every parent, every pastor, every governor, every everybody— is to acknowledge the authority of Jesus Christ, and we should be honoring him. His name is above all names. The, name, the word name here is referring to his authority, his position. He's the king. When I think of this word, you know, there's so much about this word name as I've been meditating on here recently and tr- trying to think of it throughout the Bible. In the, in the Bible, we see, you know, the very first thing God did with Adam, he gave him a name. And then when, when Eve was created, he gave her a name. And one of the very first things God did, had Adam do, was to name the animals. And whatever Adam called the animals, that was their name. There's something about name that sometimes we don't think much about. Throughout the Bible, the name really mattered. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a statement of faith, what you expected, it was a statement of a, of a hope for what you thought. It might have been a statement of a relationship someone had with God or something going on at the time, but the name mattered. It wasn't just something that flowed well with the last name or sounded good or or maybe sounded cool or maybe thought, boy, this will help my son or daughter someday be famous. No, the name spoke of something deeper in, in, in a relationship. It was John the Baptist. Remember when he was being named and his dad couldn't speak, and, and Elizabeth said his name will be John. And um, and everyone said, John, you don't have any relatives named John. Why would you name him John? And this dad, whose name is slipping me right this moment, for pardon me, he'd been mute because he doubted God, and, and he suddenly blurted out, his name shall be John. The name mattered. God cared about the name given. 
Remember with Jesus, the angel said, you shall call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins, Matthew chapter 1. The name mattered. Names are important. They speak of they speak of who we are, their identity. They speak of authority. With Jesus, it speaks of authority. Remember, we say, stop in the name of the law is a, is a terminology. This means I'm not just telling you if I'm a policeman, don't stop just because I'm saying, it, but in the name of the law, there's authority here. There's power here. And we, we claim the name of Jesus. Do you ever pray in the name of Jesus? What's that mean? Well, in John 14, Jesus said this, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do so that the Father will be glorified in me, glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. What, what's this mean, in my name? I don't think it just means we tack on in the name of Jesus at the end of our prayer. And I confess, sometimes I can be guilty of this myself. We need to realize what we're doing is we're coming to God the Father in the authority of Jesus, in his name. We're not saying, God, hear me because I'm so special. Hear me because I deserve it. I'm not coming to you in my name. I'm coming in the name of Jesus. I'm approaching you with his authority. I'm approaching you under his power. I'm approaching you in submission to him. I'm praying in his will. I'm asking something that Jesus would want. I'm praying in his name. I'm not just asking you something I want. I'm not asking you to do it because of me. I'm asking you to do it because of Jesus. There's authority in the name of Jesus, and we want to honor that. We pray in the name of Jesus. When you come to God, come to God in the name of Jesus. God, I don't claim righteousness of my own. I don't claim that you should answer because of who I am. I'm coming in the name of Jesus. Hear me. I can enter boldly. I can pray boldly. Lots of times in our own prayers, we're, we're shy or we're uh, uh, timid because we think, yeah, I'm not that good of a person. Why would God listen to me? Well, he's listening to you because you're coming in the name and the authority and the power of the of Jesus Christ, the name above all names. You're a Christian. You're naming the name of Jesus in your very own life. This is who you are. You have taken upon yourself as your identity. I am a Christian. I've taken on the very name of Jesus Christ. In Scripture, we're told for salvation, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Again, we see the importance, the value of the name of Jesus. You want to be saved? Don't come to God in your name. Come to God in his name. And this is why I want to mention here, it's so important that we treat the name of Jesus with respect. Years ago, John Lennon, way back in 1966, boasted that the Beatles were more famous and their name was more well-known than the name of Jesus Christ. They're more famous than Jesus Christ. Now, that's pretty blasphemous of him to claim that. Might have been true, by the way. I, I, actually, I don't think it's true. But he might have been. There were probably a lot of people on this continent and the European continent who were more excited about and, shall we say, worshipped and adored the name of the Beatles more so than the name of Jesus. And indeed, that would have been blasphemous to do that. But now there might even be some young people listening in today who say, well, who are the Beatles? Who, is this, who are these people you're talking about? I've not even heard of them. Yes, like all names, they will come and go. The great names, they'll pass. I think in my life, some political leaders that I was quite excited about 
and worked for and and thought they're going to save the world. Uh, we got to elect them, and they came and they went. And some people that they're they're now past gone, and who's even heard of them? But the name of Jesus remains. There's something about that name. The name of Jesus remains. He is our hope. He is our Savior. This is why we should never take his name in vain. In Exodus chapter 20, it says this, the Ten Commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Do you realize of the Ten Commandments, this is the only commandment that has with it the threat of a punishment? All the others make statements. The fifth one has a promise. This is the only one that has with it the, the, the statement, if you do this, you will be punished. Now, now that doesn't mean you can't break the others. You can break the others without being punished because obviously you can't. But he points that out here. And yet we think of this one so mildly. People take the Lord's name in vain all the time. It's a cuss word. Sometimes us Christians, we don't take it in vain. We maybe change a syllable here or there and say something pretty similar, but we use it to complain. We use it to, uh, we use it thoughtlessly. This is the key: to use the name of the Lord thoughtlessly, without appropriate reverence, without thinking who are we referring to. We're talking about the Almighty God, and we should always use His name with respect, with reverence, and with honor, and not use it. Uh, flippantly, not certainly not use it as a cuss word. I know I used to, uh, back years ago when I was in high school, I had a job in a restaurant, and every now and then, not very often, my boss, I think he really respected me, and so he was very careful around me to watch his mouth. And uh, I remember one day he, he blurted out, you know, the name Jesus Christ in a disrespectful way as, as a cuss word because he's angry about something. And he immediately said, oh, Tom, I'm sorry. I apologize. I think he felt bad to say that in front of me. And w- what would you say in that time? Well, you know, you're, you don't, I don't like to hear the name of Jesus just used as a cuss word. When you hear that, does it make you sad? Does it make you angry? Does it, are you offended? I don't know what you feel. I'll tell you, in my case right then, I thought, this isn't about me. It's not about my feelings. And I told him that. I said, Jim, listen, you don't need to apologize to me, but the Bible says that if you take God's name in vain, he won't leave you unpunished. It wasn't my name you took in vain. It was God's name. You need to get straight with God. You need to make sure God forgives you. You need to apologize to God for this. I never heard him cuss around me again. And I want to say to you that sometimes I hear people, don't say that it offends me. Friends, who cares if it offends you? People are offending God. They're, they're, they're taking God's name in vain, and God is the one who will hold them accountable. And if you love people, don't say, stop hurting my feelings. Say, you better get right with God. You better tell God. You better repent before God. God, I'm sorry. Can you forgive me for what I just said, how I used the holy, awesome, honorable name above all names? the name of Jesus Christ. Turn people's attention to God. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about our feelings. Turn their attention to God. They need to be reconciled to Him. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you for Jesus Christ and that you have given Him the name above all names. We willingly, gladly bow our knee to Him now. We willingly, gladly confess that He is Lord of all. We willingly call upon the name of Jesus as our Savior. 
And we willingly say that when we pray to you, we pray in the name of Jesus, knowing that it is through him that we can enter boldly and confidently before you with our request, not because of goodness on our part, but because we enter in the name of Jesus. We hold you in highest regard, Jesus. Help us to always, always reverence your name, to honor your name, and teach us, Lord, how to live in your authority when we encounter trials and temptations and and opposition, teach us how to realize that we come in the name of the one who's seated above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. What does that mean? How do we live like that? How do we walk in the victory because we are seated with you in this place? We give you this day. We offer these very prayers in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power because of who he is, because of what he did. There's a lot to this. We're going to have to, one of these days, we'll probably do a whole series on the names of Jesus and and the power there. There's so much more, but I encourage you to live in this victory. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you will join us every day. We come here every day live at 830 in the morning, Eastern time, but we also, you can watch later in the day. And if you can't watch, you can listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. You can download it and listen in the car or while you're out on a walk or working out at the gym or whatever you do when you listen there. Redeem your time. Lift up your day. Don't fill your your day with the bad news. Fill your day with the good news. It'll make a difference. So glad to have you along. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.